0: And over seven years of playing Major League Baseball, man, seven memorable years, I'm two-time all-star, $20 million, like rocking it on top of the world. I'm, I'm flying private jets. I have multiple matches. I have six automobiles. I have anything and everything I ever wanted, but I didn't have fulfillment. I didn't know who I was, and I didn't own my life. So in the prime of my Major League Baseball career, after seven years, I walk away. I just leave because I couldn't handle it. See that pain from that perspective, I formed from the story at 14 years old, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough. My dad doesn't love me. Like, like that perspective ultimately broke me because I was numb to everybody and everything around me on top of the world as a celebrity professional athlete. I left $50 million of potential earnings on the table and, and I, just, I just came home.
1: What's going on? I wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, If you're looking for social media experts to handle your business or personal Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, Perpetual Motion Marketing is the solution you've been looking for. Hiring them is the equivalent of hiring a graphic designer, copywriter, and account manager at the fraction of the cost of just one employee once a month, perpetual motion marketing will send you 30 days worth of custom social posts tailored to your brand for you to review and request revisions, which guarantees that you're going to love every post they create. On top of that, you get your own account manager that you can meet with anytime you want. And their customer service is phenomenal. There's a reason they only have five star reviews. Plus, they're going to optimize all of your social profiles and their package includes story posts. Go to their website, perpetualmotionmarketingco.com and book a call with them today. Tell them that I sent you Eric Allen and they'll give you 50% off your first month with them. (laughs) Shay, you're a husband, you're a dad, two-time MLB All-Star, founder of MLB Mindset, man, peak performance expert, and much more. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. I'm so excited to be
1: on here to share. Dude, I'd love to go back to kick things off a little bit. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you?
0: Um, I grew up in uh, Southern California, outside okay. of LA, and uh, uh, diehard Dodger fan. So I'd sit at the third deck, uh, Dodger Stadium, with season tickets. I'd with my mom and my best friend and i'd have my chocolate malt in one hand and my nachos in the other hand and i really wasn't a crazy baseball fan per se like like i want to follow the players and the stats and take score i was that kid at the top deck saying i'm going to be down there someday so i'd would. always manifest that dream by engaging my senses i'd hear the crack of the bat the roar of the crowd i'd smell the grass and i always imagined the announcer announcing my name. Now batting number twenty-nine, Shay Hillenbrand. And then I'd go home at night. We'd show up in the third inning. We'd leave in the seventh inning. That's the consistency of being a diehard Dodger fan in the nineteen eighties because we had to beat traffic. Yeah. And we'd listen to Vince Scully on the radio. But I'd go home at night and I manifest that dream by laying there and envisioning myself of cashing paychecks, being on ESPN, all that stuff, and and uh, really enjoyed that. But when I was fourteen years old my dad walked into my room and it was right before high school and he dropped a bombshell on me. He says, son, we're moving out of state. And the story I told myself when my dad left the room that day was I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. And my dad doesn't love me because how can he remove me from all my childhood friends and my community of sports at such a prime time going into high school. See that story I told myself that day when my dad left the room thrown the perspective and that perspective ultimately broke me so as i reluctantly left all my childhood friends and moved from beautiful southern california to the hot desert of arizona i decided to become an overachiever through athletics to prove my worth that i was good enough in my father's eyes mm-hmm. high school i became the number one soccer player in the state of arizona and then i walked on at a junior college because i had nowhere to play baseball so in in two years after my sophomore year of college I was drafted by the Boston Red Sox. My dream started to become true. Um, I was wow. the number one baseball player in the state of Arizona at the junior college level. And that's because I just committed to it. And I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked at it. Man. And I was drafted five years in the minor leagues. I was player of the year three of the five years. I can't believe it. I just showed up in the batting cage and I worked and I just put it together. And I was just bound and determined uh, to, to be successful as a major league baseball player. That was my childhood dream. And uh, with that being said, I got my major league call up in 2001. I was a starting third baseman for the Red Sox. And I was standing on the field in Baltimore, Maryland, um, opening day. I was a starting third baseman for the Boston Red Sox. I can't even believe I was there. Five years before that, I was playing junior college baseball. And uh, man, I had conflicting emotions. I, I had tears of joy coming on my face like, I did it, I'm here. But I had this internal pain. See, what I was trying to seek the whole time was just approval from my father mm. because I wasn't lovable, I wasn't good enough, and my dad doesn't love me. And over seven years of playing Major League Baseball, man, seven memorable years, I'm two-time All-Star, $20 million, like rocking it on top of the world. I'm, I'm flying private jets, I have multiple matches, I have six automobiles, I have anything and everything I ever wanted. But i didn't have fulfillment i didn't know who i was and i didn't own my life so in the prime of my major league baseball career after seven years i walk away i just leave because i couldn't handle it see that pain from that perspective i formed from the story at 14 years old i'm not lovable i'm not good enough my dad doesn't love me like like that perspective ultimately broke me because i was numb to everybody and everything around me on top of the world as a celebrity professional athlete. I left $50 million of potential earnings on the table and, and I, just, I just came home. I, I convinced myself that if I just be a father to my three beautiful children and, and just leave and run and numb and, and do everything I can to escape that pain where I was on top of the world, everything would be great. So I began pursuing my second childhood dream of owning a zoo. Um, so I purchased a $5 million horse farm I accumulate 300 farming exotic animals and I quickly make the transition from professional athlete to entrepreneur I make this crazy place I had a vision in my head like, like Steve Irwin a crocodile hunter I had like camels kangaroos llamas alpacas monkeys raccoons I had two 800 pound will sharp pigs Taco Bell and Gilbert I had a, a blind horse and a seeing eye pony a three legged goat I had a, a hosting cow named Tupac and I had a, I had a mini Donkey named uh, or Biggie Smalls, and they had coast to coast wars. It's like, like it's crazy what happened. Uh, the joy I received witnessing these animals uh, transform thousands of children's lives in my community through my nonprofit foundation against all odds was completely priceless. I'm bound to get fulfillment now. See, we're all trying to seek fulfillment. We're all trying to seek understanding and purpose and meaning because Major League Baseball didn't do it. The glory didn't do it. The fame didn't do it. The status didn't do it. Being treated like a God, I had little girls in the stands. Will you marry me, Shay? I would do autograph signings for $10,000 an hour, and girls would come to the table crying and shaking just because they got to beat me. I felt like I was Justin Bieber, but they couldn't see that pain inside myself. Yeah, But even the farm, even the zoo, even providing that environment to transform thousands of children's lives through my nonprofit foundation against all odds, couldn't do it. So I found myself at three in the morning on the floor of a van parked outside my ex-wife's house eight years ago. My children, an arm's distance away. And here I am on the floor of this van after overdosing on drugs and alcohol. So many people envied me at the time. My children are going to school, telling all their friends, oh, my dad played for the Arizona Diamondbacks because I live out here in Arizona. And I just couldn't, I couldn't function. And as a soul's leaving the top of my head and I'm clinging on to my last breath, the thoughts going through my mind are, you're a loser. You're a failure. You're not lovable. You've lost everything. What would your parents think if you left the world today, Shay?" What kind of dad would do this to his kids? Are you serious? And the answer to that was, I don't know. Mm. I'm nothing. If I don't have baseball. So I let go. I don't know if I died, if I fell asleep. I was so tired of fighting that pain driven game that so many people are fighting right now. It's an identity, it's a being lost, it's uh, empty nights, like like waking up, like what's my purpose And, and, and empty encounters with my spouse and my beautiful children. And I just like, I can't do it anymore. I wasn't a drug addict, I wasn't an alcoholic. I was just a guy trying to escape that pain of identity because my identity was attached to major league baseball player. And by the grace of God, I woke up the next day and, and, man, I, 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 I had no side effects, no illness, no, no, nothing, no, no, no stomach ache, no nausea, nothing. And, and I had to make two main decisions, like difficult decisions. I said, Shay, you have to take back control of your life and you have to finally own who you are. See, when you get on top of the world, very few people tell you that you don't have to own anything. Because you can hide behind that veil and you can get away with whatever you want because you're this status, you're this person that so many people aspire to be, but they don't see that emptiness inside of you. And for so many of us, that ego bridges that gap between the emptiness and the success that we're having. But what I discovered through the process is ego stands for edging God out because I was treated like a God. And I try to always do it on my own. So I said, I have to start great momentum in my life, Shay. I have to start just getting little wins on top of each other. And when I did that, man, I found the process of what got me to where I am today. And it's just, it's, there's no greater feeling in the world.
1: Wow, man, what a crazy story. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm so pumped that you're alive today, man, and, and you're changing and transforming so many lives. But man, what a journey that you've been on. I mean, for you to walk away from Major League Baseball and, and, you know, people, even me as a kid, like I wanted to be a baseball player. I wanted to be the professional baseball player. What's that? What, what do you, in your eyes, what's the difference between success and fulfillment, man? Oh, man, I was
0: the ultimate poster child for success without fulfillment's (laughs) ultimate failure, right? So see what happens is like, like, I call it the five P's, man, I'm so grateful that you asked that question, because uh, all of us, regardless of where we are, you're in the bottom, the middle, I'm an average person, I'm successful, we always have pain points and pressure points in our life and the perspective we form like I told you that that pain point in my life at 14 right moving is the biggest pain point ever at 14 like we don't even understand what's going on that was an experience and the perspective I formed from that was 100% incorrect.
1: Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the gua sha and manual lymphatic drainage if you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good go see tracy down at tranquil turtle massage and while you're there check out cda microblading offering coeur d'alene's best tattoo brows plasma fibroblast tightening and pmu services right there in the heart of downtown coeur d'alene make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com
0: See, the reason why my dad ultimately moved our family from California to Arizona was to give me a chance to play major league baseball. And I couldn't understand that because that perspective formed this pain inside myself. So we have pain points and, perspective, pain points and pressure in our life. And from that, we form a perspective. That perspective right there that everybody has right now does one of two things. It either grants you access to that power that you have inside yourself or it denies you access. And when it denies you access because we are so uncomfortable with that perspective reform, what we choose to do is run numb and flee from that pain. Because that perspective, it's all in that perspective, but we can change it. We have the power to change that perspective. And that's where breakthroughs happen. And when you do that, you discover a power inside yourself. But when we have this pain, we all go to hey, if I just gain this status, if I just gain this profit, and if I just gain this success, it's all my problems will go away. If I just make that hundred thousand, that half a million or that million, or if I just land this promotion, or if I just land this place, or if I just get this car. This house, fly this private jet, get this extra mansion, get this big whatever that is. Everything will go away. See, profit is the the bookend to pain and and pressure in our life. See, we need pain and pressure to get us move moving towards what we've been called to do. Yeah. See, if we just understand how to switch that perspective to that pain point, it grants us access to that power that you're seeing right now. This is a guy that had no voice playing major league baseball. I had zero voice. I was One of the best hitters in Major League Baseball in Yankee Stadium. I'd hit game-winning home runs, be on ESPN. I'd go out to dinner at night with my entourage, five-star restaurant, $4,000 meals, and I'd sit at the dinner table, and I couldn't get up from the dinner table and walk across the restaurant to use the restroom in fear of everybody staring at me. I had zero self-worth, zero self-esteem. I put all my eggs in a basket of performer. If I just get the status, maybe my dad will love me. If I just get the status, maybe people will approve of me. See, once I switch that perspective, what happens is I found that power and you get enlightened, you get uh, you get empowered, you get liberated. And right in that space where you when you access that power, creativity stirs, you find your purpose and then that profit can't not come. So we have it all backwards. If we go straight to profit for the, the end of it, success, profit, status, to that pain point and pressure point, you miss the meat of the method, which is perspective, power, and purpose. Once you kind of align those three, everything else takes care of itself. That's where I found fulfillment was within that
1: perspective. Man. So um, awesome, dude. I love that, dude. <laughs> the five Ps, man, so good. People need to be taking notes right now, man. Well, I, I wanted to shift because you got, you're got you the founder of MLB Mindset, which you've built around three principles, which I think these three principles were absolutely life-changing for me, even when I was reading them and, and going across them there. But for folks who don't know what the MLB Mindset is, what is it all about, man? What are those three principles that you talk about?
0: Yeah, thank you so much. So when I, when I came off the floor of that van, I said, man, I have to do something. Like, like I, I can't rely on anybody else. I've, I, I alleviated everybody in my life. I couldn't trust anybody because of where I was as a celebrity. But from there, what I realized through that process is I couldn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself mm-hmm. because I didn't keep credibility with myself. I didn't have to. All I had to do was focus on performing out there. So when I, when I figured out through the process, like I have to do something, uh, that's where the M comes from. I had to create momentum in my life by just taking one step at a time. And I was thinking through that process is that, you know, momentum, life's about momentum. And and once you get into momentum, you will get rewarded. That's a universal principle. This is how life works. You'll get rewarded. But so many people come to failures, setbacks, knockdowns, and they lose momentum. Then you start ingraining those limited beliefs and that BS rambling around in our mind. So for me to go to the top to be such a really successful major league baseball player, I had to master level one, which was hitting off the batter's tee. See, so many people don't want to hit off the batter's tee. So many people don't want to just create the foundation of creating momentum in their life, doing the foundational aspect of simply just gaining credibility with yourself by keeping those promises to yourself. So once I started creating momentum in my life, then I switched into understanding, leveraging your language, which is is the L in MLB mindset is, man, what, what, what are those conversations I'm having with myself? Here I am, this super celebrity. I've done everything in the world. I lived both my childhood dreams of playing Major League Baseball and owning a zoo. And it still didn't work because the fulfillment was blocked by that language. See, man, like the most important conversation we'll ever have in our life is that conversation we have with ourselves, Not with God, not with a higher power, not with our parents, spouse, children, boss. It's with ourself because that uh, the foundation of who we are is predicated off of that conversation we have. And once I started just creating awareness around the conversation I was having with myself on a daily basis, man, it was super negative. And that negativity created that foundation of my belief system, what I believe to be true about myself, all that stuff. And then it switched into belief. in will be mindset, which is belief. The B stands for belief, the most powerful force for any of us in human nature. Is for us to stay congruent to what we believe to be true about ourselves so i had to make a hard look in the mirror and say dude shay strip away the 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 veil of major league baseball celebrity what do you believe to be true about yourself and it wasn't really good anything i believed about myself outside of what i did as a major league baseball player once i instilled and, and, and ingrained a new belief system an elevated belief system man that granted me access to this power that was so deep that we all have inside ourselves. Uh, Like, like if everybody that you have on this podcast, none of us are any different than anybody that listens. It's just a matter of kind of figuring out these little things of how we work. See the greatest battle I've ever, ever fought on a major league baseball field wasn't between the lines underneath the lights on ESPN, with Stephen A. Smith talking crap about me to get to get ratings. It wasn't about uh, the people eating popcorn and booing me and, and all the pressure. It was the internal battle that we all fight on a daily basis. We always try to go out and seek the answers externally when they're all inside of us. Once we get out of our own way, which I teach people now with the MLB Mindset Formula, just helping people get out of their own way. They discover new, new, new areas, new light and, and, and scale to levels that they didn't think was possible and start designing. I, I designed this person that's sitting here today. I'm telling you, I am so grateful that social media wasn't around when yeah. I played, because when you Google me, I was a cancer of the clubhouse. I was a guy that got in a fight with the manager. I was a guy that did all these things, but that wasn't truly me. This is truly me. And once I got out of my own way, man that's when I found
1: my smile. Thank you for, for sharing that, man. And just being humble, man. I think, you know, as you get clients coming through the MLB mindset there, is that their biggest struggle just getting in their way? Or is there other things that you help them through that are like, you know, the, that you see as a kind of a reoccurring uh, cause of they're just like not being able to be successful in their life?
0: It's that, 100% that. It's 100% that. And like I said, this is coming from somebody that was really good at what I did at the industry that I was in as, as a professional athlete. And, you know, I was slated to be a hundred million dollar baseball player. I, I, I could have put up Hall of Fame numbers. I made $20 million, which is, I don't care about the numbers. I'm just putting things in perspective to where, okay, this Shea Hillenbrand reached one fifth of its potential. Why? When I left the game, I was like, I had to peel back the layers of the onion and say, why was this guy? Why didn't you do this? And when I discovered it it was like, okay, the decisions and actions I took on a daily basis were predicated on what I believed to be true about myself. What, what was my belief system? Oh, the language I was using with myself. Oh, where does that language come from? Oh, it comes from the story that I tell myself. See, what are the stories that we tell ourselves on a daily basis? That's what we have to ask ourselves. And that's the stories in our, in our subconscious system that, that we're not even aware of. And then that, that keeps us confined inside of our internal zoo. And, and we're shackled to the status quo and complacency and mediocrity. And it's just like, oh, you know what? Just, it just wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe I just, uh, I, I'm not as good as that guy or this person. And, and that, are you serious? Like Like right now, I'm 46 years old. It doesn't matter if you're 50, 60, 20, whatever it is, you can design a new life. Our brain is malleable. It's just a matter of understanding that. Putting yourself around the people that that can get you there, that give you that energy, and say, you know what, dude, you might not be able to believe in yourself right now, but just hang around, and 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 you can you can lean on my belief system and this person's belief system. That's why it's so important to have mentors. Doesn't have to be in a coaching program. It could be an audible book. It could be a sermon. It could be a YouTube video. I have my earphones at every day, all day long. I'm in university all day long. And I'm just retraining that mindset, rewriting yep. that story on a
1: daily basis. So true, man. I am, I'm 42 and I feel like I'm just at the start of this thing, man. And, and, uh, you know, a couple of years back, I had that mindset that I had to flip the switch, man. And once I decided that, you know, and realized that my past and other people's opinions don't define my future, man. It's all me. Like, I got to take the action to get there, man. That is so good, dude i'm real big on morning routines and stacking wins like you mentioned you got to stack those wins early i'm up at 4 a.m six days a week and you know for me as soon as i open my eyes it's a goal of mine to open my eyes right so i'm already counting that as win number one jump out of bed say man lord thank you for another day to see and hug and hold my family and then make my bed there's two wins 15 seconds for you though like how do you stack those wins and what's that morning routine look like
0: that's awesome uh mama taught me two things i have two older brothers and uh she, she taught us two things and, and she says whenever you get on a podcast shay whenever you speak because i speak all over i'm on stages i love doing this stuff like yeah. this is like i i have such a hunger and a passion for this because i don't want people to feel the pain that i felt on top of the world not going through like like that being where everybody's trying to aspire to be and you see it so often inside this space where it's like if you just do this and get this trick and do that you'll make this you'll get the results but even if you get those results You have to be able to lay your head in the pillow each and every night. And that's what I'm trying to achieve is for people to be able to live with themselves and not try to run numb and flee from that. But mama taught us to make your bed and to get your head out of your rear. Those yeah. are the two things that she said, make your bed shake and get your head out of your rear. So That's the awesome. reason why we do morning routines, guys, which I call your pregame routine, because it's like a, a baseball analogy, taking batting practice, taking ground balls, is yeah. that you're trying to get credibility with yourself. So you don't have to wake up at four. You don't have to wake up at five. But whatever time that you tell yourself to wake up, hey, say tomorrow, like I'm struggling, like, like I need to get going. I need to create momentum. Like I am 40 pounds overweight. I am in a, my, my marriage is falling apart. I, I I'm trying to make ends meet. I'm late on my mortgage payment. I have credit card bills. I have like, just keep the promise to yourself. That's how you get started. We can't go from level one to level seven. So if you say, Hey, I'm not going to wake up at six. Cause I'm used to waking up at nine. Say, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe tomorrow I'm going to wake up at seven or whatever it is, whatever thing that you think that you could do, just keep that promise to yourself. Yeah. Just do that, whatever. It's not the promise to other people, it's to yourself, right? So uh, if I don't keep that promise to myself, I have to keep myself accountable,
1: mm.
0: right? So if I don't wake up at seven, like I said, because when, you, when seven o'clock hits tomorrow, you're not going to want to wake up. I'm telling you, every part of your mind, every part of your body does not want to wake up. So you have to make that decision to commit to that, to wake up at seven o'clock. Mm. And if you don't, you have to keep yourself accountable. Come on, dude, let's go. You told yourself not beat yourself up internally, but keep yourself accountable. But if you do reward yourself with that, good job, man. Let the dope me release go celebrate that win. And then for me in the morning, I get up. It varies where I'm at because sometimes um, I need seven hours of sleep. like like I need this energy. I need this passion. So if I, if I go to bed at midnight and I say I'm going to wake up at four, I'm only getting four hours. I'm doing myself a disservice. I'm doing everybody else the disservice because I'm not recharging my batteries, man. I got batteries that need to be recharged. Yep. So um, I get seven hours of sleep. But when I wake up, I'm automatically going and getting hydrated. I'm listening to uh, I'm doing the one year Bible app, uh, listening to the Bible every year. So yeah, I put nice. that in my ears every morning. And then after that, I'm doing some meditation. And then after that, I'm doing some gratification. Then I take my dogs on a walk. So whatever the morning routine is, everybody's different. You can't do my morning routine. I can't do your morning routine. You can pick and choose. But when you do gratitude, when you read, when you hydrate, when you exercise, when you do things to get your momentum going every morning, however the way you do it. That's what it is, is putting yourself in a position to have a morning routine or a pregame routine that you can create momentum with. The key is not to do the routine. The key is to create momentum in your life to go in the right direction, to to prepare yourself to win for the day, to play offense for the day. Mm. I was a two time all star third baseman. I have zero clue how to field a ground ball. The reason why I was an all star third baseman because I could hit. So I always trained to be on offense for the day not defense. So it's just a matter of keeping those promises to yourself and put yourself in a position to do something that you could do every day. If you're going to say, you know what? I need to drink so much water. I'm I'm used to drinking seven beers a night. Hey, let's just cut it down to five. And you say, you know what? Something that's like just a progression. It's the little wins that you can stack on top of each other that gains massive momentum over a short period of time. We just have to do something to regain that credibility with ourselves
1: come on man shay this was such an awesome show dude you dropped so many bombs man people need to be listening to this taking massive notes dude such an honor to have you on my show thank you so much for taking the time man i appreciate it
0: it's my pleasure man i'm honored i was so excited to be on here so hopefully somebody learned something Thank
1: you so much for checking out the show today i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch it's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests and i hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button. And then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.